0: The kayfabe crunch is kept tight thanks to Tungsten Turnbuckles. At Tungsten, we've provided turnbuckles to the sport of pro wrestling for over 50 days. Our turnbuckles have been used against the skulls of the Miz and many more. Secure, firm, safe is how we hope people describe our turnbuckles. The kayfabe crunch, goodbye and goodnight, news. Ah, uh, the
1: last candid opening words. Good news! This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. I'm Matt Monkeyflip. Coming up, we have all the latest from Raw Legends Night. Plus, we give our official tier list rankings for every word spoken by a wrestler in 2020. It's a list of over 21,000 unique words, so strap in, but first. In grappling history, in 1948 in Iowa, Orville Brown defeated Sonny Myers to win the NWA Heavyweight Championship. Come on, Orville, Sonny Myers, 1948, this is, this isn't real. This, this is obviously made up. Look, it's the last episode and the copy editor is clearly playing quite the prank. Well, I'm sorry, but you'll have to try just a little harder than that when it comes to making up fake wrestling facts. Look where you said it took place as well, as if Des Moines is a real place. And in 2011... More like it, New Japan Pro Wrestling introduced their Intercontinental Championship. As we're making this news podcast, Wrestle Kingdom 15 is currently underway. So here are the breaking results. Tanahashi 1, Great Okan 0, Dangerous Tekkers 3, Gorillas of Destiny 1, Okada 1, Osprey 4, and Ibushi 3, Naito 2. And Kento vs. Kojima was called off due to a soiled ring. Thanks for grabbing this last news slice. Let the facts melt in your mouth and taste all four delicious biases. And now, let's get on with the last Legends News. <laughs> Top Story I bet he hates the name Oldberg. Last night was Legends Night on Raw. The great, the good, and the Hulk Hogan's of WWE gathered for a celebration of Raw's past. Not really, they were just sort of there. Randy Orton began his night practically salivating at the presence of so many legends. One source even heard him say, I want to kill them all. Not just the men, but the women and children too. They're like animals and I slaughtered That's Anakin. That's- that's Anakin Skywalker. JD, who's our source on this one? Oh, Bruce Mitchell? Yeah, a joke reporter. A full-blown farce of an individual. Thanks, JD. Yeah, I remembered your existence for the final episode. Orton nearly shied away from talking about The Fiend stating that The Fiend has changed him for the better, but that makes him feel worse as he doesn't like being good, and so he hates himself for it. Just take a long walk, Randy. You'll you'll feel better. Oh, he did? Okay, then. The Viper first found The Big Show and attempted to get Mr. Show to strike him. Show refused, citing newfound tranquility through Destiny 2 and medicinal vaping products. That's true, look it up. Orton then approached an injured Mark Henry. He threatened all erotic confectionery until he pedaled away on his scooter. Then Orton confronted Ric Flair and the pair tried to clear the air, stating all's fair, but Rick wouldn't go there. Orton then promised to never walk the aisle with Rick again, which is for the best as nature's been married too many times already. Then Orton defeated Jeff, yada yada, sorry, Hardy Hardy. But the real news came at the end of the night, after McIntyre successfully defended his WWE Championship. Goldberg returned and he confronted McIntyre for having zero respect for legends. Despite the fact that Drew had partied with Hogan earlier that night, and he's the most difficult legend to respect. So if you respect him, you, you pretty much respect everyone. It's as though Goldberg had watched Orton all night, and then applied those actions to McIntyre just because Drew has a title. Don't get this mixed up. This is a power-hungry, spotlight-stealing old man who can no longer wrestle as a main event athlete. And after this delusional promo from him, it's no longer breaking kayfabe to state those things. So hopefully, Orton can teach him a lesson. Sorry, McIntyre. F*** you, Goldberg. Now I'm confused. And now it's time for your... Slow counts. The I'm not I'm not doing that. Now it's time for your fast counts, the last episode in the series of news.
0: Angel Garza thought he would pay a visit to Cardi B, but instead found the Boogeyman, proving once and for all that her full name is Cardigan Boogeyman.
1: Hogan states that McIntyre reminds him of himself. No, that, that doesn't mean we should all go back and look at McIntyre's tweets from 2011. I'm sure Hulk didn't mean that they were similar in that way.
0: Ric Flair costs Charlotte a win, so she berated him on national television. Rick states that if she keeps this up, he'll take back the convertible he got her for her 16th and her second pair of tits.
1: Teddy Long tries to make a match with The Undertaker. And now, just picture Teddy Long dancing to his own music, as that's far more endearing than any punchline I can think of.
0: Omo swipes at Jackson Riker. For no reason other than his social media outburst last summer.
1: Molly Holly, IRS, Melina, and Sergeant Slaughter were just some of the legends who appeared last night. But fans are rightly livid due to a lack of Carlito. If I'm not mistaken, we were promised Carlito. Where, where was Carlito? I spit in the face of people who don't buck Carlito.
0: Shayna Baszler loses to Dana Brooke in under 30 seconds. I think things were honestly better when she was a vampire.
1: And that's your
0: fast count. You've been counted out. Farewell, old friend.
1: Months ago, our senior producers told us to switch exclusively to tier list based content, particularly in this section of the podcast. We refused, citing both the death of conversation and the inherent lack of meaning in providing arbitrary letters to highly subjective topics. However, as this is our last contracted episode, our parent company, Mitosis, have insisted we make a tier list for the kids to enjoy. And by kids, they mean the males aged 18 to 30 who listen to this podcast. So, without any further rhetoric or caveat, here is the tier list for every single word spoken by a wrestler on the microphone in 2020. 21,763 in total, so let's start with the connectives, shall we?
0: Breaking news, Matt. I think you need to see this.
1: Ah, it's Brickay Spotify. Our wealthy intern, who gradually over the months has become more of a satire of modern WWE broadcasting and less a satire of, say, I don't know, a Kardashian? Alright, let's see, what what's the, what's the news? Are you sure about this?
0: Mm-hmm. The wrestling scientists came to their conclusion early this morning, but they've been testing this theory for weeks.
1: Ever since Randy Orton set fire to The Fiend and wasn't put in jail, but instead was given more TV time, greater exposure, and if anything, praise for his criminal actions.
0: Exactly.
1: My God. Do you know what this means?
0: Well, I'm new to the business of covering professional wrestling, but I feel it means the end of all of this.
1: That goes without saying. Huh. Sorry, it's, it's, it's quite a shocking thing to read on a Tuesday morning. Wrestling isn't real. Wrestling isn't real. Feels so strange to say aloud, but at the same time, it feels like something I've needed to hear my entire life. Four years at college. Two years getting my Chris Masters degree in Pro Wrestling Linguistics from the University of Brebe. Five years interning at the Grappling Ogler. Those were crazy days. I should really call Dave Smelter, Ryan Duvet, and the lads at Sect Addicts. Let them know the bad news. <laughs> wow. All of what we do in wrestling journalism is now meaningless. There's no point in covering pro wrestling like a sport, because it turns
0: out it's a scripted TV show. Who knew? But But people cover TV shows. Think about the final season of Game of Thrones.
1: I I try not to. But
0: just think back to that time. Media outlets covered the scripted events as well as the -the behind-the-scenes production. People analyzed character motivations and coffee cups for weeks on end. And that's before we mention the business of television production to begin with. There's still a reason to cover the world of professional wrestling. There's still hope.
1: Maybe, Brukela. Maybe. But not for me. I set out to cover the Sport of Kings. A great gladiatorial spectacle like no other on this planet. Where real athletes hit real moves through real flaming tables. This world, this this fake future before us, it's, it's no longer one I can be a part of, so... Goodbye, Bracayla. I... I don't expect we'll ever see each other again.
0: You still have to read the closing episode copy, so be back here in five, okay? And this is still the sketch segment, so we need a punchline. Oh, I see. I have to come up with the punchline on my own, do I? I'm just going to shout Chris Ben. And there's
1: just time to stare into the void. The cold yet welcoming void of wasted memory. Join us. Maybe never again. Or maybe we'll be back in a few months. I don't know. Listen after the episode for some more details. And remember, you can support this podcast by spreading the word about this weird project all 100 episodes will remain online forever otherwise what will i have to show for my existence <laughs> i'm only half joking that's the thing this has been the Kfabe crunch you're not quite daily not quite news bump for the world of professional wrestling why did i never change that slogan
0: the kayfabe crunch is kept tight thanks to Tungsten Turnbuckles. Here at Tungsten, we believe in quality products. Our products aren't quality, but we believe they should be, and that's what counts. Starting a backyard federation? Order a 12-pack of turnbuckles today and buckle those turns so no one gets tuckle burns. The kayfabe crunch. Almost swopes. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hi everyone, Matt here. The functioning psychopath behind these little audio truffles. This is the end of the kayfabe crunch. For now, maybe. I'll explain more in a second. But first, I just want to thank each and every one of you for checking out however many episodes you have. If this was your first time listening to us, there's, what a, what a treat. There's lots to go back to, like 99 other episodes. The, The first 25, not so good, but there's, there's at least 70 some episodes there that you'll enjoy. Or if you've been with us since the very beginning, no matter where you land on that spectrum, thank you so much for hitting play on this very silly podcast. I'd like to thank my sibling, Aidan Watson, for making so many sketches, uh, responding to so many emails with ridiculous scripts at ridiculous times in the morning because of the seven hour time difference. Thank you so much for all of your efforts over the months. You're a proper actor and you've taught me so much. There's, There's no getting rid of my monotone voice. That's not going anywhere, but I think I'm starting to understand pacing and delivery. So thank you. Also, the Macho Man Randy Savage ASMR is by far the thing that cracked me up most with this. I know, I know it's not something the listeners necessarily enjoyed, but my God, that's my level. And another huge thank you to David Rosenberg of the Other Wrestling Daves podcast, which has just rebooted. You can check that out right now, the Other Wrestling Daves podcast. Stick it in the search bar. It, it'll show up. David has been supporting me since before this podcast even began. So thanks, man. Your, your words of encouragement have, have meant a lot over the months. Also, sorry we didn't do more Dave Smelter sketches. That's, that's on me. That's my nervousness to reach out to people and bother them. Your delivery was kiss fingers. Also, thanks to Bryce and Dylan from the Making Cafe podcast. Have they been supportive and encouraging? Absolutely. But really, I just want to mention them so I can tell you about Making Kayfabe, which is a fucking brilliant podcast. The Kayfabe crunch came out of this frustration that all wrestling podcasts were kind of the same, like a discussion of the events of that week. And that's fine. But as a consumer, I wanted something different. And the guys over at Making Kayfabe are doing exactly that. Trust me. Making Kayfabe. You haven't heard anything like it. And Kayfabe Tombola is is just my new favorite podcast game. So please check them out. Thanks to friends and family for suffering through early drafts of scripts and early pitches for this when they're not production executives. They didn't have to care. But they did. And their encouragement helped me to start this. So thanks, guys. And anyone else who has ever contributed to this podcast. Thank you so much. It was so fun collaborating. But the biggest thank you goes to my wife, Audra. You know her as ad copy reader and fast count newsreader and Brickayla Spotify. She gave me the space, time and energy to create all 100 episodes of the Kayfabe Crunch. If you've ever gotten a laugh out of this silly podcast, it could not have happened without her. So thank you, Audra. I love you more than words can say, but especially more than words I could say on a public podcast. Did that come across as thirsty? I meant it more in a romantic way that would be too gushy for other people than, you know, sexy stuff. That's what, that's what I meant. I'm making this as awkward as my character speaks. As for the future, well, I'm going to make something that, quite frankly, everyone has been asking for. A podcast series that teaches media and cultural theory through the lens of pro wrestling. See, everyone wanted it. It's yet another dumb idea I've had, although this time it's perhaps a little bit smarter. And to make it, it's going to take a lot of time, and so I've got to stop the kayfabe crunch for it to happen. Plus a hundred episodes, that feels like a nice round number. There's a lot of complete there, there's a gestalt. We went on a journey together, and now it's done. Plus, we completed one full calendar year of pro wrestling, and I think I would start to repeat myself with jokes. Like, the Royal Rumble's coming up, and I I can only remember jokes made this time last year. So, yeah, just the perfect time. But I love sketch comedy, I love comedy writing. If this other project doesn't work out, then I'll be bringing the kayfabe crunch back likely in batches of episodes instead of weekly, but also that means the episodes might be longer and include more guests and more collaborations. So please get in touch with us on Twitter or via email, kfabecrunch at gmail.com. If you'd be interested in collaborating, contributing and send us feedback of what you liked about the last year, what you didn't like, what worked for you, what didn't, or just say hi. You can follow me on Twitter at matwwriter, which is probably the best place for following this new project and for if the kayfabe crunch ever returns. But for now...